just a little bit of a warning. It's a little bit weird what okay. I do on it, so. I'm ready. All right. Welcome to the Empty Opinions Podcast, bitch. <laughs> you just hear a random voice. You see, I tried to warn you beforehand. Whoa. It might be a little while. Just a random guy just talking at the beginning. Um, we usually start the podcast, well, at least I do, with a freestyle. Because okay. I like embarrassing myself in front of, you know, others, of random people. So you know? you're going to freestyle. I'm going to freestyle. Listen, if you want to freestyle, you can do whatever you like. But I'm going to do my best to do a freestyle. And you can throw some words. Okay. I'm really bad at freestyling. That's what makes it funny. Okay. So, yeah, that's the point. It's to embarrass myself. Uh, yeah, you can throw some words. Okay. Uh, pickle. Pickle. Okay. Jesus. Okay, Pickle. First, you know, because I'm not quick with it, so I have to think of a word that rhymes with pickle first. So, what rhymes with pickle? Like, uh. Tickle. Tickle. Now, let's see if I can connect those two words. Okay. <laughs> something that makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding myself in a pickle. I'm about to. Wait, no, 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 no. Listen. Why do I do this? Why do I do this to myself? I have a lot of words in my brain that I can say, but I can't say them. Wait, why? Because I think it would be bad for my reputation. Oh, right. Yeah, I understand. I totally, totally get that. Yeah, I don't want you to freestyle just for your, for the sake of your reputation. Uh, but I can kind of embarrass myself as much as I like because not that much pressure. Uh, okay, just give me another word. Let's see if I can okay. think of something else. Philly. Philly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Philly. Sometimes it gets chilly, but right now it's really hot. Yeah, it is really fucking hot. I'm out here sweating. And th- 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 there we go. Listen, I can go for like a few seconds and then it falls off and just completely derails. You know, there's like levels to it. it oh, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, where you can do like one sentence ahead. There's a level where you can do two yeah, sentences ahead. Yeah, because you can't, I can't. I'm not one of those people that can continually think three bars ahead. I think of one. And then if I don't have another one ready, it falls apart. Yeah. I, I'm not, <laughs> my brain doesn't work that fast. Yeah, I mean, listen, the reason I do, I guess, this little freestyle thing is to set a tone. Yeah. Like, for it to be fun, you know, lighthearted. Although, it, it, it usually just makes me more stressed. So, I have no idea why I do it. But then I think, hey, at least it's unique to a podcast, right? Like, you know, you don't see a lot of podcasts just freestyling in the beginning. But then I do it, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Plus, the, the beat is, like, too long. The beat is definitely raising my heart rate. Well, it is. It's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like it's doing it's, its job. Yeah, the type of beat. This is like a because uh, I'm Dominican, okay. so this is uh, like a typical Dominican style music. So I know it, and it is very like fast paced. Maybe that's why I came freestyle. It's too yeah. it's fast. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, but it's ending now, so torture is almost over, at least for me. That was pretty good. We got about two bars out. We got two bars, and I think that's good enough. You know, as as good as I'll ever do. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, welcome to the Empty Opinions Podcast. My name is Eladio Polanco. Um, the tagline that I use is like, where no topic is taboo. Mm. The reason I say that, you know, it's kind of reaching just because <laughs> I, this is such a broad podcast. I don't even know how to market it. Yeah. Like I literally just have on different people and then we just talk about whatever, you know, and I try to make it as engaging as possible, but you know. Where no topic is taboo sounds like, like, oh, this is so mysterious, but it's really not. It's just, you know, had to figure out a way to uh, market it. But for this episode, I actually have someone whose work is 
one of uh, uh, listen i've admired work your work for a long time have i've known of your channel for a long time because i just just from the thumbnails even you know i feel like it separates you from damn near any channel on youtube i appreciate just that. because it's like it seems like it seems like you do care about the aesthetic of the channel which i always appreciate i'm a very big i'm very big on aesthetic and like continuity with every any kind of uh, content that you make right so i always admired that but uh w listen i let the guests introduce themselves so at least just say their full name yeah, yeah so you can say your full name please so my name is philip d'amico i have a youtube channel called volksgeist i just moved to philly recently and now i'm here there we go <laughs> that's great um well, the reason I also have the guests talk is because sometimes I don't know their full names. Like, okay. <laughs> I definitely didn't know. So it was yeah. going to be weird me trying to introduce you and I don't know your full name, but let the guests do it. And then, you know, the applause, you know, because we have hundreds of people here right here listening. So, yeah, shout out the hundreds of people. Yeah, there we go. Just sitting, <laughs> just sitting. Yeah, the hundreds of people might just be one person. Who knows? Um, thank you so much for doing this podcast because, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's definitely I appreciate you doing it because. I feel like you kind of do want to just ingrain yourself in the Philly community. And that's funny that you mentioned that when we were talking before. It's like, oh, I want to get more involved in everything that's happening in Philly. That's actually something that I wanted to talk to you about. But, I mean, you haven't lived in Philly for a long time, but it's still worth discussing how. Like, what do you think about, I guess, the entertainment industry in Philly? Uh, well, I think to outsiders, it doesn't seem that big. Right. But now that I'm here, it seems big it is pretty big it definitely is because whenever I, I feel like when people think of philly they probably think of like downtown mm -hmm. but there's so much around it like anywhere you go there's definitely like a lot of like smaller communities that make up this way bigger community and i don't think people realize that like um you know like around city avenue like bala i don't even know i've been living here for nine years and i don't know what the place is called but literally just there's so many different places here in philly that even I'm still discovering now that I'm driving more. And I've been living here for such a long time. And you just got here. So, well, yeah. Personally, one of the things that made me decide that I really wanted to move to Philly yeah. was when I was visiting and, like, hanging out with friends. We went to, like, this warehouse rave uh, DJ set yeah. thing. Okay. And it was five bucks. And I had, like, the most fun of my life right. ever. Okay. Then that <laughs> you're like, like okay. That was yeah. five bucks, bro. Yeah, five bucks for such a good like experience. Yeah. yeah. Philly's definitely full of experiences that you can find anywhere. But I mean, I guess the thing I'm thinking of though, you know, it's just like I said, the entertainment side of it, it's not that big that way. Like mm -hmm. for like for example, my podcast, like there there's a couple of podcasts here. There's a couple of like YouTubers here, but none that are really big. Mm-hmm. Like it's, for example, it's not as big as New York or LA, right? Like those are the big ones. Like, and then Austin is getting up there, right? In Texas. But Philly isn't really that big when it comes to that. So I was actually, that's why I was even surprised that you did live in Philly, but you recently just moved. So that made sense. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been starting a podcast and wanting to have guests on. There aren't a lot of people, like a lot of big personalities in Philly. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what I've discovered. So, you know. I'm very appreciative of you doing this podcast because there's not many of, you know, of you guys. Uh, now I want to talk about your, well, I guess I want to get to know you more. 
So you were born in Texas, correct? I was, I was born in Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay, yeah, so you've yeah. been over. You've been a lot of places. Uh, yeah, I've been in a few places. Okay, that's yeah. good. Is that is that by? Is, I, I don't know if it's by choice necessarily, but um, I think it is. I didn't move around much at all until I became an adult. Got it. Okay, so it is. You've decided yeah. to like travel the United States and find out. Okay, that's yeah. good. I had originally, like, kind of YouTube is a business for me so i kind of run my channel like a company yes so i have a lot of various people that help me run the company so i can get more done and put more things out right and yeah so i had tried to i tried to uh kind of set up shop in connecticut in Mm. my hometown right but i didn't have much luck because i just couldn't find enough talent right Uh, okay yeah so i was like I'm going to move to one of the biggest cities in America. If it's New York or Philly or Chicago or whatever, like I just have to pick which one I like the best. Uh, So I picked Philly and then I moved to Texas for six months beforehand so Mm. I could do some like meditation and preparation. Got it. So you can really, so now you're really like your, your move to Philly signifies more than just wanting to explore the city. It also signifies like expanding yeah. The channel that makes sense. Yeah. Expanding the business, yeah, that makes sense. And you will definitely find, you know, creative people in Philly that would do, you know, whether it's editing or art design or any of that. It's just, I guess, not enough businesses, mm-hmm. like entertainment businesses in Philly. But the people and the talent you can find here for sure. Yeah. So okay, that makes sense that that's why you uh, moved here uh, uh, to find that kind of talent. So what do you think of Philly so far then? I like it. Uh, have you ever played Gary's Mod? No, I haven't. Okay, that comparison's out the window. Then it doesn't matter. No, well, you can say it. somebody <laughs> listening might know what you're saying. So okay, so I'll try I to mean, catch on. When I was younger, uh, I would play this video game, Gary's Mod, which is just like a sandbox game, and it's just kind of everything's thrown everywhere. Um, mm. And so Philly is like, like <laughs> okay, that, okay, yeah. So I did, okay, now I get, yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes sense. There's a lot yeah. of like, there's just things that I'll see, and I'm like, oh, it's the standard. Uh, random hole in the street <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, there's a lot of quirks to philadelphia you yeah. you could say that for sure yeah what are some i guess negatives of philly so far um the negatives i would say i often feel depressed because i don't have a lot of money to pay rent with mm-hmm. so i live in a more like you know yeah. i have to live where there's people screaming outside all day and like yeah. people screaming at me and all these things so it's like really I mean, you know, if I go outside and sit on the porch, someone's going to give me a hard time. So it's like oh. kind of just mind my own business uh, in that way. Yeah, I understand. It's definitely, yeah, people are for sure outspoken here. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, yeah. you know, it's it, 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 in a lot of big cities, I don't think that's a Philly thing necessarily. But, definitely. you know, like there's always those areas, mm-hmm. you know, one yeah. could say like somewhat impoverished areas where of like course, you're going to yeah. see certain things. But what exactly, what what do they yell at you? Now, now I'm curious. Like, what, is that, what kind of things do they say? Um, I Recently, I was at the gas station kind of like loitering around. Uh, and this lady <laughs> comes up to me. She's like, I forget what she said. She was like, um, I love you. Or no, I said I love you. But she called me a Coke blood. And I was like, I don't do Coke and I'm not a right. blood. Right. And yeah. then she said, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. Okay. And then she walked away. That's that's a great. That sounds that sounds like an experience you'll never forget. Oh my god, coke was, blood, interesting. Yeah, I was like, I don't have. Do I have coke nails? Like, yeah, was do that this. a? Do you think that was a compliment or is an observation? What do you I think that was? About? I couldn't really tell. I honestly couldn't. Really tell. Yeah, coke blood. I mean, if somebody just randomly walked up to me and said, you know, I'm a coke blood, I, you know, 
I, yeah. I think I would just ignore it. Yeah, that, you're actually pretty nice by saying, hey, I'm actually, I, yeah, I don't do coke, or nor am I a blood. But, uh, yeah, I guess thank you for the compliment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes, that, that's funny. Do you have, like, I'm, I mean, yeah, living here in Philly, there's probably a lot of those, like, just random <laughs> encounters with people yeah. which just like sticks in your head it makes it fun though because yes so where i'm from new york is kind of like the biggest city nearby mm. um okay and so i like would go to new york to visit family and things like that but new york is very like rich and kind of like right that you don't see very much character anymore mm. which is why i didn't right. want to move there that makes in sense the first place yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess one could, you know, it, that might just be a byproduct of just it becoming gentrified. So yeah. that, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, if you're looking for that, yeah, Philly definitely has a lot of character. I would much rather live here than live somewhere where, like, you know, I mean, if you live in New York, basically all of New York, you can walk around counting stacks of cash and no one's going to bother you or give wow. you a time at all. Okay. But, like, I wouldn't want to live there, you know, that's kind of... Yeah, There's I understand what there. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it might it might get boring, might become stale a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. Was moving to Philly an inspiration for doing the little Uzi Vert uh, video? Um, I had kind of been planning to do that for a while because it's an obvious topic. Yeah, yeah. but I wanted to wait until I could say that I lived here. <laughs> right, and then now you have that personal connection, and yeah. now that's even how this podcast came about. Mm -hmm. But okay, now I, I kind of want to talk to you about like I guess the rise to where you are now with your YouTube channel? Like, what was the inspiration for you wanting to make music essays? Um, basically, around three years ago, I wanted to start a channel to talk about philosophy, which was like one of my hobbies at the time. Okay. But I didn't really think there was much of an audience for it. Yeah, I mean, philosophy, it is one of those topics that, you know, a lot of people don't like thinking. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so I can see how that's not like the biggest yeah. genre of videos on YouTube. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I tried that out and I got like 800 subscribers and I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk about philosophy through music. And mm, eventually it go. became what it is now where I more talk about social issues through music. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's very smart that you're using it through that lens of music because I think that's what makes it accessible, right? Like yeah. if it was just philosophy, like I guess people wouldn't really want to check it out or it wouldn't really pop up in youtube's algorithm i guess but if you use like these popular artists like frank ocean young thug you know people like that and then you kind of use that as a trojan horse to talk about what you really want to talk about yeah that's very smart that's very smart well the thing about the social issues thing is that when i was looking at your videos it did pop up the thing about jesus is king mm. or the whole thing that happened with that so what has happened with, well, if if people don't know, you put up the Jesus is King, I guess, video essay talking about, you decided to uh, kind of really delve into social issues through that video and YouTube kind of, you know, suppressed it. A little, well, a lot actually. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, it seemed bad. like, yeah, that they didn't really want to promote that out there. Mm -hmm. So what has happened after that? Have you noticed, has that trend kept going? What has happened after that? Um... YouTube, I think, doesn't suppress as much as people would say they okay. do. A lot of people will say, like, YouTube suppresses everything. Yeah. Those people usually aren't making very high-quality videos. Right, so they're using that as the reason. It was yeah. like, oh, they suppressed my video. Actually, nobody likes your video, so that's why. Yeah, like, actually, yeah. you know, this video is really distasteful or really trashy. And like, <laughs> right, YouTube yeah, YouTube has exactly. every right to suppress those things. Yeah, yeah. I think in my case, it felt more like this is just an unpopular idea or YouTube mm -hmm. in general doesn't want people to talk about religion. 
So wow. they're not going yeah. to allow me to do this like critical thinking about religion and like evangelicals. Yeah, like I could see why. I mean, yeah, YouTube is becoming more and more corporate for sure. And that's definitely one of those hot button issues just in the world. Religion, you bring that up. It's, it's almost as polarizing as politics in the U.S. right now. Yeah. So that makes sense why YouTube, I understand why they are doing that. Still doesn't make it right, but I understand. Uh, but after after that video, has there been other instances that you can think of like recently where that's also happened? Um. Not particularly recently. I've gotten good at getting around the filters, if that makes sense. That's that's smart. Yeah, yeah. that's what you have to do, unfortunately. Yeah, with yeah. YouTube, you kind of just have to figure it out. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay, since, since, you, do, since you do have an interest in philosophy and, like, tackling social issues, I, I do find it interesting. We were just talking beforehand how you have been suggested to do a podcast. We were talking about how that would require a lot of effort, especially if you want to match it with the standards of your own YouTube channel. But I do think podcasting is probably a good avenue for that. Like that's one of those platforms that I feel like has very little censorship at the moment mm -hmm. and it's becoming really big. So that might change in the future. You know, Joe Rogan just got the hundred million dollar deal. So now it's a big, big deal. It might change because it becomes so big, but I, I do think podcasting definitely allows for you to tackle those kind of issues. You know what I mean? And that's funny because, like I said earlier, that I guess the slogan of this podcast where no topic is taboo. I can kind of do that because it is a podcast. And I put clips here and there. And I haven't reached, like, the success where I notice YouTube is suppressing it. Right now, it just doesn't have the audience. But, okay, that, that, that makes sense. Did you always want to – did you always care to put quality first in your content? Like, was that something that you've always thought, this is what I want my videos to be known for? Well, early on, I was like very obsessed with a YouTuber called Captain Christian. Yes, and he's great. Yeah, he's great. He is amazing. Um, and I, I did really want to make my videos as good as his. Now, they've gone down their own road, but I started trying to directly copy him. I had no idea how. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't really look like his videos at all. But okay. That was the inspiration. It was like, I want to make every video interesting and, and beautiful to watch. So. Yeah, and it definitely, it definitely shows it in the, in the video process. But then comes the catch. Whenever you're trying to make some high-quality videos, you know, it becomes more quality over quantity mm. because you can't put out those kinds of videos every day. And in YouTube, like in the current climate in YouTube, that's kind of what YouTube, like, you know, wants. They mm. want people to be posting videos every day. 10-minute-long videos, or they want you to put four-hour podcasts in there. They want as much watch time as possible. So how, I guess you've kind of gone around that with Patreon a little bit, just having your own supporters. But, yeah, how have you reconciled with that, the fact that if you want the quality of your videos that they are, it takes more time, and it's not as constant as YouTube wants it to be? Basically, I have sponsorships, and that's right. really the only way. Yeah, because YouTube is it. not going to. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. not. I mean, my YouTube check is like it barely pays for my car. Like, yeah, YouTube, it's yeah, not, it's, it's messed up. The sponsors allow me to live, though, so that's why uh, those have really come in clutch. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That 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 definitely makes sense. But and it's a shame because YouTube, you know, undoubtedly is the biggest video platform. So, as much as it may not be like optimal for you, you have to use it almost just even as a vehicle you know, for, to get the eyeballs. It's almost like an advertising thing more than it is an actual platform for people to live off of. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't 
really get involved with YouTube culture. Uh, I don't really care about YouTube drama. I don't yeah, watch no. a lot of YouTube videos. It's just a way for me to share the, the work that I make. Yeah, yeah. So, so in that way, I guess, so you wouldn't consider yourself like a typical YouTuber then, right? Like usually, in the sense of the drama and the reacting and that kind of stuff. I usually say I have a YouTube channel, but I don't right. say I am a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that in, that's YouTube's fault because of the way they have their culture set up, right? Yep. Because they don't make you want to be proudful. Like, they don't make you want to be part of their community just yeah. because they, they all of the messed up things that they do. I think, like, basically, you get rewarded for being a shitty YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, you know YouTuber who the, yeah, just yeah. now means shitty. Like, yeah, low quality, like, memes and stuff. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that because, I mean... Just look at who's the most, who's somebody who's really becoming popular right now is Leafy. Mm. Like, if you've seen that he recently made a comeback, and I mean, those videos are as low quality as you can possibly make them. Yeah. And, they're, and they're rewarded. And listen, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, there's different kinds of content out there, whatever, right? But it, I do think YouTube definitely does push those people that are kind of just talking and just putting out almost mindless you know, meme culture type videos yeah. for sure. Like when I saw that video that he put out um, when he first came back, the like, yeah, with the <laughs> iDubs thing, and just like, uh, yeah, you're what a is fucking cuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when that that was the, the whole bit, the last literally just a clip of iDubs talking, then five seconds of audio from him, and yeah. it got millions of views. People were loving it. I'm like. <laughs> this could be, I mean, you could have just as easily put this on social media and it yeah. could have been a meme. And then, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the lines between YouTube content and almost like Instagram or Twitter content is blurring a little bit just because, yeah, like, you know, if you make short, low, low quality videos, like that's rewarded, like minute long videos about whatever as a joke. Yeah. It's the same as, you know, so like you can put that on YouTube and it's fine. You'll get a lot of subscribers, but then, you know, I don't know. It, it, yeah. It's it. But at the end of the day, it's all about YouTube's weird algorithm. It's all about them wanting more eyeballs. So the more content you post, that's what they like. So, I mean, it, it, it just is what it is, but I kind of want to talk about also your love of music. Mm. What, where can you remember it really starting? Like, like what are some either albums or moment like musical moments in your life that you can remember and go back to it's like okay this is where i really started to really appreciate music um i mean basically i can say so my mom is a musician and oh okay she has great. Like, she's recorded a lot of music and stuff before um it's good and i didn't really have like access to much as from like age like 7 to 13, 14, like we didn't have money for a lot of things, but I did have music. So that's, it kind of just got imprinted yeah. in there. Yeah. You've, but yeah, that's always been with you no matter what. Like, yeah. 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 That's, that makes sense. Yeah. That's also how I felt. Yeah. With music. I mean, the reason I love music is just, it sort of offers you an experience that you can't really get. Otherwise, it's like, I feel like music is a very primal thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like it's been, it's been around for forever. So it's a thing of like you can get hype, you can get, like all the emotions can kind of run through when you're listening to music, and I think that's crazy when it's just you, you you don't have to experience some sort of like sadness or like any type of emotion. Like the music just gives that to you. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess I also want to talk to you about you know 
what was the first video that really blew up for you that you can remember where you started to think because i feel like with youtube success it always there's always that one critical moment and then the 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 momentum just keeps going up and up and up so what was that first time that you're like okay now we're going somewhere i think well i wasn't i was ready to give it up uh at a certain Mm -hmm. point and i made a few last videos for fun and one of the videos was like how Anthony Fantano rates an album. Mm. Uh, I'm not I sure. Think I remember you, that video. I'm not yeah. sure if you're like a fan of Fantano. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm a I music that, fan. So yeah, I yeah. feel like most music fans at this point know about Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he shouted the video out, and we okay ended up like trading phone numbers because he lived in the same county as I did in Connecticut. Right. Yeah, because he is from Connecticut. That's right. Yeah. That's great. So uh, he we ended up being friends for a while. Uh, and he kind of helped me grow the channel a little bit, a lot, actually. Uh, I had around 7,000 subscribers before he shouted me out, and then after that weekend, I had, like, 25,000, so. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works. That's really, yeah, I mean, and then it's just off to the races from there, and then you yeah. started making all the understanding blank artists. What has been your favorite video to make about an artist? I think it changes, it doesn't change that often, uh, but... The first favorite I would say is like um, how Pink Floyd made Dark Side of the Moon because I did a lot okay. of research for that. All video. right, yeah. Um, and then I think the other favorite would probably be I'm trying to remember what it was. It was recent. Um, how Frank Ocean made Dear April. I like right. Yeah, I saw that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's that. Those are those. I mean, those are, all your videos are great, and that's something that I really appreciate. Like I was even researching other like music essay channels i don't know if you've done the same but i'm f- personal friends with most of them okay yeah, really yeah, so yeah. so uh, uh what media eight or middle eight, middle eight i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah so you so you know we ju- yeah we just talked yesterday oh that's fu- <laughs> that's really funny okay we're, we're actually planning so i don't know if you've been seeing like nebula yes uh, yeah the streaming um, yeah, yeah streaming so we, i want to talk to you about it. yeah yeah well, thank you for we, bringing that up of course um we're planning a show on nebula right now uh, nice. myself middle eight and polyphonic Okay, yeah. that's great. That's okay. I'll I'll definitely be tuned in. But let's backtrack a little bit. What is exactly Nebula for anybody who's listening who may not know? So on YouTube, this is extremely important because, like I said, my YouTube AdSense money barely pays my car note. Mm, yeah. Uh, so we started together. I think it's like me and seventy-five now ninety other creators started a website called Nebula, uh, where we can upload our videos and not be constrained to youtube's insane copyright system yeah oh yeah oh that's another yeah i I, I kind of forgot about that but that must be yeah especially when you're dealing with music it's it's busted anything that has to do with music on youtube it just doesn't work i mean the reason i don't make any money off youtube isn't because i don't get any views i get around six hundred thousand to a million a million and a half views every month yeah which is it should be paying me a lot should more be, money. Yes, that's that should be your your full time sustainable. It, yeah, it could be yeah. a million views is enough to to make more a than good enough, amount of money for sure. Uh, but I don't make very much money off of those views because uh, YouTube will claim songs and then take the money if I include an example of a song, which is perfectly legal. So with Nebula, yeah. we don't have this system. Uh, and the only reason YouTube has this system is because of pressure from advertisers and music labels, yeah. because music labels do make a lot of money off of YouTube. Right. Uh, so the pressure is there for YouTube to restrict anyone from reusing material, even if the reuse is legal and within like the fair use educational 
was. Yeah. I can't wait, man. I can't wait for another video platform to blow up well, after Nebula YouTube. Is, I mean, it's going really well. It's that's, going really that's, well. That's very good to hear. Uh, that, that is good to hear. What do you think? So do you think, cause it is a paid subscription, correct? Yeah. Like three, for $3 a month. Three Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that, that works. So you, so you have seen like that is a steady growth in Nebula. Very steady. Very good. Like that's good. It's making enough. Um, obviously I can't discuss specifics, no, but yeah, it's making no. enough where we're able to invest a lot into the engineering and the development of the app to make it better. Right. And marketing and like original programming as well. So, yeah, that's that's good. And I can't wait. It's only a matter of time if if, you know, it continues to be on its path. I feel like the turning point like we were talking about with your YouTube video, how it really blew up. It just has to be that right person, that right famous uh, creator mm -hmm. that jumps ship. It's almost like when Ninja jumped from uh, Twitch to Mixer. Mm hmm. I mean, now Mixer just completely died. Yeah, now they're back to Twitch. So <laughs> Mixer was a, a bad concept. Yeah, for sure. And I don't want to. Com I don't want to compare yeah. uh, Mixer with uh, with Nebula. But I'm just saying, like something something like that would probably really help it. And it's only a matter of time. I, I you know, it, it does seem like one of those things where, if like you say, steady, it's going to be a creator that gets fed up with YouTube, as yeah. a lot of the creators that help make Nebula got fed up and then that's what's going to happen you know what's something interesting now that we're talking about like video platforms i was thinking about the fact that back to the joe rogan like 100 million deal 100 million dollar deal did they disclose that they're actually also getting the video rights mm. for the podcast and i was thinking about that because i haven't seen enough people talking about it that means that they're probably going to have some sort of video platform yeah for Spotify and that could be really big. I don't think I've seen enough people talking about how that, you know, Spotify with it being such a big company, if they then start like a division for making YouTube, uh, well not YouTube, but just videos on their platform that could for sure work because I mean, Instagram tried, you know, with IGTV, they're still making videos, but it's like, it's not intuitive at all. It, IGTV. I uploaded videos on there for like a few months. They yeah. get like no views. Yeah, it's no one not, wants to watch on there. No, it, they don't. It's not intuitive. They only would watch it if they follow you. That's the problem. Yeah, like it, it, that. This seems like a thing you can't really discover videos. I mean, I've tried na navigating the system, and they do, I guess, suggest videos. But if you want to search, it's it's just not intuitive at all for yeah, a video it's like, platform. It's where's not, why use that? Like why? Use yeah, no exactly. I mean, the only reason would be if you already have a big following on YouTube, um, Instagram, and then you just want people to see it, your followers would see it for sure, but yeah. nobody else would discover it. So it's not a viable, but the Spotify thing is interesting. And you know, everything comes to an end. I feel like it is a matter of time that somebody's going to come around and start competing with YouTube. Yeah. I hope that it ha I mean, might Nebula be Nebula. Is, Nebula is kind of centered around like, thoughtful videos you know it's like okay so not okay. just anyone yeah. but more videos that are like gonna at least try to teach you something or make you quality think a bit. yeah let's quality. say yeah like we were talking earlier like th this is for sure the place you want to be if you, if you don't want to see 50 second leafy videos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably go <laughs> no, to absolutely yeah go to nebula if you want to uh skip that and again i don't want to seem like i'm bashing you know it is what it is that they make that yeah. kind of content there's just different types of content that take longer you know so that's always something that i appreciate if something takes longer and there's clear effort put into it i appreciate it because yeah. you know it's effort yeah i love effort so yeah i uh 
Yeah, but so okay, so Nebula that's kind of center about kind of educational like quality videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, okay. So then I kind of want to talk to you about that then, because we were talking about earlier with the philosophy, you know, videos. How a lot of people kind of don't want to think. How have you guys tried to? I don't know if you're part of the marketing of it or things like that, but do you know how they're trying to market Nebula? Um. Nebula doesn't have so we've partnered with some bigger brands to get like bundle deals and stuff like right. with Curiosity Stream, which is another educational streaming service. Right. Yes. Um, other than that, though, it's a lot of word of mouth right now. Uh, we haven't. I think user numbers are like in, um, they're doing really well, but we don't have enough to uh, kind of market in like a, a big, big way. Like, right. And like putting like hundreds of thousands, like a lot, a lot of money into the marketing. Yeah, of it. Right. Yeah. I understand that. But what do you, so that's kind of like how you were explaining. That's kind of how you want to sell the platform. Just as a, I feel, I feel like that is ve definitely a, a marketing strategy that could work. Mm. I guess focusing on the quality aspect of it. Yeah. Because I feel like people want to see quality videos. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, 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 that their market is for sure there. I mean, like you said, Captain Christian. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Captain he, Christian's videos are on Nebula, by the way. There we go. Yeah. So if you enjoy... Exactly. So that kind of content for sure is wanted. And, you know, I think the another thing that I've noticed with essays mm -hmm. in youtube i feel like they're way more you know appealing for people than just because when you think of essay what do you think it's like words and boring yeah. you know document so i think video essays are really that's what they are but i don't think necessarily people see it as essays just see it as content yeah and i think because it's just good content you know and you're learning stuff right which is always great you know especially if you're watching like your videos you're understanding blank artists you get to learn a lot which Man, I can only imagine how much research goes into trying to find all those little details. Um, sometimes a lot, sometimes not very much. Because it might be just be out there, and then, but sometimes you really have to dig in. Yeah, for the for the next video, a lot of research went into that one. Because maybe not a lot of information is out there about yeah. it. Yeah, I think personally, the direction I'm taking my content in is uh, a lot of people accuse me of just ripping things from Wikipedia, which I don't do. <laughs> But I want to yeah, make yeah. it so that no one could ever think that again. Right. That's that's great. But I mean, those people, I mean, you know, yeah, they, they see you say Lil Uzi Vert is a rapper and they think, oh, he got it from Wikipedia. Because it's, <laughs> it's like, that's just what he is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like you're cop. That's literally what he, what it is. Like, yeah. Wikipedia is just basic facts. So, <laughs> I don't like, understand that criticism. Every time I read those comments, I'm like, oh, someone was using Wikipedia in high school, and now they think everyone else is using. Yeah, Wikipedia that's how too. they got that. That's how they got their information anywhere, and this is that. That's that's why he must do. How else would he know the Lil Uzi Vert is a rapper? Yeah, it had exactly. to be Wikipedia. <laughs> exactly. It's like, come on. But okay, that's. Uh, I want to continue on the Nebula thing, but real quick, you brought out the negative comments. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? Because on the internet, is always going to be negative stuff especially when you get you know a certain amount of views and stuff how do you deal with that do, do you want to like bring uh, it up move it like this way yeah there we yeah, go sorry okay. yeah it's fine um so i just wanted to move it closer because it's more, this is the important part there we go uh, so <laughs> now it's serious everybody so this is Listen this really it's really serious uh <laughs> i got canceled like two days ago really yeah i got canceled oh wow um i said something bad i said something bad uh but I got totally canceled. Okay, wait. I want to know what you said. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna just gonna give the context here. 
you know Injury Reserve, the yes. rap group? So the yeah, yeah, rapper the, from the them guy. died. Yeah. And I tweeted out, because I was really sad. I love that group. Uh, mm-hmm. They have, like, I've been listening to them since I was, like, 17 years old. And I tweeted out, like, this is really bad. Uh, so often, like, rappers die because they get into bad situations but this guy was like a family guy it's really sad yeah because uh, i was thinking of pop smoke right like, okay, obviously well, yeah he's yes that's okay now i see okay all right i can see where this yeah. is going but, you know his album just came out today yeah you know the time of recording i can understand so okay just finish yeah. explaining i think i got an idea where it's going so i didn't <laughs> i like pop smoke too and yeah. i respect everyone i respect like all rappers yeah. but it's more surprising that a like random family man from Arizona would die than an organized criminal from New York City. Yeah, I don't think that's. Listen, I mean, the internet just wants to cancel everybody. Of course, it, and that's that. That is what like just expressing that opinion yeah. kind of was like. Oh, you canceled this or that. Yes. So I got around. I would say like seven hundred replies. Yeah. Uh, saying, hundreds of retweets. How could you say that? Like, what did they say? What were they even saying? Um, a lot of it was like, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this stupid oh, white geez, kid. Okay. And then, so, pop you know. smoke fans were just like, "Yeah, but I mean, it, I don't even understand." Listen, I mean, the internet just kind of, just kind of, wow. I mean, that's just a f- fact. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to say, but I feel like that might just be. I think that's just a fact that pop smoke was involved in some illegal activities. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just what it was. This guy and. Okay, listen. I mean, I don't know. How did you have you responded yet to any of the criticism? Um, well, I'm going through. The, I, I was going through the criticism. I think if I were someone else, I would have deleted the tweet the second it blew up. But I let it yeah. go for like yeah, two right. hours. I got hundreds of replies. Yeah. And a lot of the replies were from people saying like, "How do you have an opinion on this? You're like a white kid," and I'm like, "Well, like I don't necessarily have an opinion on this. Maybe I, sh- I should not have said it, but." You are also a white kid, <laughs> right? You're you're also you're, white trying to cancel me. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. And I bet you most of the fa- of the people c- coming at you were. I mean, yeah, that's just. And you know, they were like, yeah. like, why are you saying this? And well, yeah. like, well, I, the reason I think I have an opinion. Well, my neighbors are organized criminals, and you're from Seattle, right? So, I mean, yeah, you, I like, feel like I, you probably have a bigger. I, like, I've a, seen this with my eyes. Yes, like, I, you probably know more about it than these random people on the internet. Now I I did later apologize like I shouldn't say these things it was bad, but okay yeah, I I, mean. I think that people on Twitter have absolutely no idea what reality is like, and <laughs> no, they, they don't they really don't they no. really want to let everyone know that they are better than everyone else. Uh, it was yeah. purely like this is not about them truly caring about the ethics of. Uh, gang culture in urban America. <laughs> this no. was them wanting to be better than me. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And you know what? It's also I recently was thinking, was thinking about this because I recently did an episode on cancel culture, and something that I came uh, I came to the conclusion of. It's also they want to feel power. You know yes. what I mean? They're not important. You know, in the grand scheme of things, at least in their influence that they have. But social media and Twitter, more specifically, you get a good 50 people on the same page. It's like, let's try to cancel this guy. Now, all of a sudden, it becomes like a a roll, like snowball that keeps going down and down that they were able to push that snowball into becoming a bigger thing. So now they feel like, oh, I can do whatever. I can cancel this person who has a lot of followers and I don't, you know, and it makes them feel important. I think that's a big aspect of it. But I mean, I understand your apology and I think that's just, you know, smart. You don't want to. 
you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's probably that. not even worth it to like try to argue with like random faceless people. You're just like, okay, whatever. I'm, you know. At, at the end of the day, like 600, 700 people tell me this was wrong. I'm gonna say, you're right. It was wrong. It, I was being racist. But you're yeah. a 15 year old girl named Emily. Right. And <laughs> and I know people that yeah, knew yeah, yeah. Pop Smoke. Wow. So you don't yeah. have to. You can't tell me like. No. Gangs are bad. There, it's very complicated, but gangs are bad. Yeah, I mean, in the very basic, you know, I can understand the other side of it, right? I, that's still, you're right. But I think the other, I guess, side of the gang culture that I've that has become really apparent to me in that, like, doing research, especially after the, the whole six nine, the you know, debacle. Like, I've been thinking about it, and I feel like, yeah, for sure, gangs are bad. But I almost kind of see them as well. And my some people, you know, that weren't just really stupid. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were trying to say this, but I do think there's a thing about gangs where they offer a system, like a justice system, outside of the actual justice system mm-hmm. in the United States, because yeah. there is, you know, some white supremacy that comes with that, right? So, like a in, lot, in, in yeah. gang culture, I think they try to remove themselves. They try to police themselves, and obviously, you know, there's illegal activities happen. Uh, illegal uh, activities happen but i do think it's i don't think it's totally bad but i do agree you know in a very basic level the things they do you know in in a very objective level they're bad right like killing people that's what i would say is like gangs are bad for people right uh not necessarily like gangs are bad i know it's a very complicated right i I see what Uh, you're saying Like, like bad things can happen to you if you get involved with gangs yes for sure i mean that i don't think it's that's like and i think just the way the music industry has taken it in the last few years it was big in the past uh you know like 20 years yeah. ago 30 years ago but right now i think it's way bigger than it ever was before for sure yeah and it's just becoming it's also i know how serious it is uh, yes because i have a direct i have a an immediate family member who was a victim of gang violence there and go. it did his life didn't go well after that so I know how bad it is for people. And so I think the way that it has become like commodified isn't, is not very good uh, because it just makes, because you have like 100,000, 200, 300,000 people watching on Instagram, but it's like 18 people in the gang. Yeah. So you, it becomes a very like, they do much stupider things when they're in the limelight on social media and on the internet. For sure. It doesn't go well. And so that was just kind of like, I got canceled for that. It's because so, yeah. Ultimately, though, I don't have, I don't really have a right to an opinion on this. Cause I right. I mean, obviously, because you're skin. But it's yeah. like, that's the thing with, so, with social media above all. People don't really know your experiences. They don't really know you. So they, they assume whatever, and that's just what it is to them. But like you said, you're just now explaining, you have a lot of experiences with this. You have a lot of connections to this kind of stuff, right? So to you, you're like, I'm somewhat informed in this. I feel like I can say something on it. It's not like you've never experienced any of it. And even then, you still have a right to an opinion, right? You could be wrong about it, you know, and people could be like, oh, no, that's not right. But then trying to cancel you doesn't, it really doesn't make sense. That's funny. I didn't even know that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, at the end of the day, though, I got canceled so hard. But I lost three Twitter followers, <laughs> and I now have more than I did before I got canceled. I mean, yeah. So at the end, of the, it might just be a mirage. It might just be just something that you know, like if because it's so much, you know. I guess like we were saying, just negative comments. It can feel overwhelming for sure. Like I can't even imagine getting like you said, like seven hundred people saying, "Oh, you're wrong. What's wrong with you? You shouldn't have an opinion. You're white." That's funny. That I mean, that's just it's crazy. 
It's something that would never happen in a conversation. No, because Twitter no. is ultimately not a conversation. It's not. It's not. It's I just, think like it's just you know it's a mob mentality. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's small brain like people who just only use Twitter. <laughs> yeah, if you if you really have experience with these things and they're close to your heart, you're not going to talk about it like that. No, it was a lot of people who have no idea what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's crazy. You know what I was thinking. Was Twitter as bad as it is now when it was 140 characters? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, I, I was thinking, like, I'm thinking that before and after they moved it to 280. Because you can be stupid twice I think, as much. I think the extra 140 characters has led to the way that Twitter is now. <laughs> That's really funny. You know what? I, you know, like, I, know I was exactly just thinking about that today. I was like, you know, I don't remember this the, Twitter being as toxic as it is now when it was back to 140. And I think because it was like so little characters, all you could do is just say, "Oh, I, I, you know, took a shit today," or just make a <laughs> random joke. That's all you could oh really say. God. But I That's think with so two hundred and eighty, that might be the reason why people are able to write like essays and then threads. I mean, don't get me started on threads. Like when oh, yeah. you see like ten tweets <laughs> that are two hundred and eighty characters. I mean, it's like yep. I don't even under like at this point. So you know what? I never thought about it that way, but there might be uh, something honestly, to that. They that. might just have to bring it back to 140. I would honestly be okay with that because I don't. Yeah, for sure. I'm not on Twitter to like participate because I think it's no. fucking stupid. No, it's bad. I mean, so it's, it's bad. like, you know, if I need to tell my fans something, I'll be like, hey, the new video's out tomorrow, or hey, I'm working on this, or look at this screenshot. But like, I mean, I do, when I was getting canceled, I, I got really pissed off for like two hours. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. God yeah. damn it, you fucking assholes. Yeah, you weird, you fucking crazy people on the internet. Yeah, I mean. And then I just I deleted the app after. <laughs> Smart. It's not on my phone you anymore. You know what? That's so funny. It, that reminds me. I remember reading an interview from uh, this comedian. Uh, why can't I remember his name? Uh, can't remember his name. Oh, God. It's escaping me. Uh, but there was this comedian who was just talking about how he deleted Twitter. He was in an interview and he said something kind of controversial. Mm -hmm. But not really. Just Twitter controversial. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, at me. <laughs> well, you can't because I don't have Twitter. So now I won't ever hear. It. You know what I mean? And I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, it might just be as easy as if you get to a certain point of success. Right. I don't think you really need Twitter. Right. Like the problem is the people who are trying to come up. That's a very useful like promoting service. Right. Like you could really promote yourself on Twitter. But after a certain point, like, you know, the cancellations on Twitter, if you're not there to see it, is it does it even exist? It's like no, the thing exactly. of the tree of like if it falls and nobody hears it, did it even really exist? That's whatever. You know what I mean? true because right after I got canceled, like an hour later, someone posted an appreciation thread for me. And it got like 200 likes. And I was like, yeah, like, so it's like, it, yeah, it, yeah, Twitter is just a momentary thing. It's like, it might not even be worth it to address any like strictly Twitter yeah. controversy. No, it's not. You keep it on Twitter. No one on Instagram noticed. I didn't get a single YouTube. No, I did. I mean, it. I was literally doing, you know, I was looking stuff up on, like, you know, to get some research. I didn't even see that. Yep. Didn't I mean, come up anywhere. I think it's just the people are so disconnected from reality. I yes. feel like there's. I don't want to sound like the boomer who wants to be offensive, <laughs> no, that's true. but no. <laughs> like you live, you live yeah. life. Right. And like thing, people are caustic. Like people are just, yeah. people in life are very, can be very tough and very like hardened. Like, I mean, don't, I used to work as a janitor before YouTube, right? Like all my coworkers were felons because it was the only company that was hiring felons. Right. right? And so I would go in with my like indie, uh, e-boy painted nails <laughs> 
and they would be like, "What? What do you? What do you kiss guys? Yeah, yeah. What are you a little homo?" And I'd be like, "No, I'm not a little homo. Yeah, I no. just wanted to paint my nails." And yeah. like, that's how it goes in life. Like exactly. When you, when you fucking work, things yeah. are gross, and life is gross, and words become gross, and you say gross words. Like, I don't do that anymore. But yeah. I'm not gonna like, you know. You have. It sounds like you just have real experiences that a lot of these people on Twitter just simply do not have. I think a lot of people on the internet just don't have that because if you yeah. have time to use the internet, yeah. if you're not working, learning, or <laughs> yeah. like standing on a corner, you are going to be saying stupid shit. Like right. You just have time to think of stupid things to say. Yeah, and you just say whatever. Yeah, it's like instantaneous. You have no time to think. You know, and it kind of goes with the content that people are consuming nowadays, like thoughtless, just whatever, just yeah. like memes, just like put it out there, you know, hopefully get some some traction that it, that Twitter is like perfect uh, is a perfect analogy for that. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're fucking cut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's hilarious. Them. All right, man. How long have we been recording for? Yeah, about an hour. I think that's that's good. This was such a good conversation. It was a really good conversation. I, and I, yeah. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yeah, dude. Before we go, I want you to meet two of my friends. Okay. One is named Micah, and the other one is named John, if I remember correctly. So I want you to talk to Micah first. Okay. And I want you to ask him, you can ask him one question. Okay. He's going to introduce himself to you, and you can ask him one question. Let me go get him. Yep. Oh. Oh, hey. what's up? What's up, hey, Micah? Philip. What's up, Micah? How are you? Oh, uh, dude, pretty good, dude. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, like Eladia said, my name is uh, I'm, I'm Micah, 50 year old Micah. I'm a, you know, a straight white guy, you know. Okay. Uh, do yeah. You wanna, do you want to play World of Warcraft later? <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. Yeah, I love World of War. Uh, you know, I, I, I love WoW. You know what I mean? Yeah. WoW is my favorite uh, game. Do you have it? Listen, and I just got to make this clear. The reason I preface, yeah, I preface, who I am as a straight guy is because I'm totally straight. <laughs> right? So, like, I just want to let people know that I'm actually, like, really straight. All right, Micah. Yeah, so, well, I just want to make that known, right? Because, you know, you might see me, like, outside of your house, like, maybe sucking a crackhead's dick or something. But listen, <laughs> it, it's just the way, listen, sexuality is a spectrum. I can just do, you know, I can, you know, take it up the ass and do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm straight. Yo, Micah. Yeah? Come here. <laughs> what? Well, listen, I don't care. Listen, we're in the podcast right now. Listen, as soon as this show is done, I'm going to show you how straight I am, dude. <laughs> Come here, Micah. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's chill. We're on air right now, but what do you have a question for me? Because a lot of you think I'm an interesting character. So he wants me to, you know, he, want, he introduces me to his guests. And, you know, if you have a question for me, you know, I'm all... More for Oprah, I'm as open as my butthole is sometimes. So, but I'm straight. My very straight uncle used to tell me this story okay. back in San Francisco in the 1970s. Hmm, sounds like heaven. There were a lot of pet stores. Ooh, okay. You know what they used? You know what they kept at the pet stores? No, I don't. Gerbils. Ooh. You know what they did with the gerbils? I can imagine. Come here, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do, dude? Oh, what? That's genius, dude. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh my god! Listen, I'm listen. If you're down to try it, later, dude, I'm down to try it. That's wow. Yeah, I never thought. I never knew you could. That could like it can go 
Oh. Then it... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that sounds like heaven, man. Yeah, it's good. Jeez. Scratches well, all I learned a lot from you, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but just so we're clear, that's what this, you know, I will still be straight even if I did that. Yeah. Right? Like, do you have to ask your wife first? Why do I have a, I have a, I have two husbands. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, I don't have a wife, but I'm, you know. They're straight too. Mean, yeah, just, yeah, we're all straight, dude. <laughs> Everybody in this room is straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, man, I gotta go. I wanna, I wanna call Ladio back just to, just so he can talk to you about this, uh, this encounter. What do you think of Mike? He's definitely gay, right? He reminds me of my neighbor. Really? He was gay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's for sure gay, right? Like, I don't know why he keeps saying he's straight. I don't know why he keeps trying to, like, explain that to us. Like, do you understand that? Like, he should understand it's cool. You know, it's cool to be gay. He I doesn't think, have to deny it. You know, it really reminds me of uh, a lot of people that I meet. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes they okay. are very straight. Right. right. <laughs> you meet a lot of people in life that are very straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. That, yes. Yeah. But play. he's for yeah. Honest, I I get I I catch your drift. All right, I want you to meet my other friend before we go. His name is John. Uh, let me call him up here. John. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Yo, what's up, bro? Yes, um, I'm John. I'm John the Demon. You know what I mean? I'm just uh just chilling here, listening to the podcast with you guys. You know, I'm just a nice demon. You know, uh, the reason I say nice demon is because you know. What's the connotation that comes up to your mind when you hear a demon? It's like that we kill people, that we torture people, we burn skins off their faces. But I'm just a nice demon, right? Like I go to Starbucks, I play my Nintendo Switch. Do you have Animal Crossing, dude? Yeah, it's gonna... Do you know Joyner Lucas? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh... I've heard of his music. I really enjoy his music. I don't really know him personally. Yeah, so... No. Why, why, why do you what do you ask? I don't know. I just feel like you guys would get along. You think so? I think I'm not racist would really speak to you. Yeah. Right, because I do love this song. That should be, you know, I'm going to hit him up on, t- on Twitter. And I'm going to send him like a tweet saying, hey, dude, we should do a remix. It's like I'm not a demon. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, mean? I have another question. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all ears, dude. Do you feel like all lives matter? No, dude. Black Lives Matter. I'm a nice demon. I'm, I'm not demonic like all lives matter guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just a nice guy. Like all my co-worker demons, they're like all lives matter. All demons lives matter, right? <laughs> but I'm like saying, no, black life, black demon lives matter. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, at the end of the day, I have experiences with all kinds of sexuality and, you know, races, genders, religions. I appreciate all of it. Granted, you know, a lot of the... You know, because I work at a demon factory, like uh, in hell. You've heard of it, right? Hell. Yes, so, yeah, factory. so, you know, I work in one of those stores down there. And I am actually a manager. I recently got, you know, promoted. So that's nice. But, you know, usually what you're supposed to do in those stores is just torture humans in the most creative way possible. And I don't like doing it. But, you know, I need the money. So it's, you know, it's like, have you ever seen somebody working at McDonald's? Right, or like be a gender. You might not necessarily want to do it, but you need the money. So, you know, I ripped their fucking limbs one by one, but it's not because I want to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just a, it's just a preference. It was not a preference. The preference of the usual demons. But yeah, I usually, I can't wait to, to, to fall. 
You know what I mean? I want to drink that sweet, sweet pumpkin spice latte, dude. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. I hope you get to do that. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, it's hard to find pumpkin spice lattes here in hell because, you know, all they drink is human blood. So it's like, uh, I, like I go to different stores. I'm like, hey, do you have a pumpkin spice latte? They're like, no, but we have the latest human blood flavor. It's like, no, I'm not really into human blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to do that to my fellow humans. But yeah, that's just, you know, that's just my life. Do you have another question for me or, you know, you, you feel like you're good? I feel you know. The Joyner Lucas one was the big one for me. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I'm not I'm not a demon. Yeah, I can't wait to do the remix with Joyner Lucas. Listen, I mean, he's kind of falling off right now, so I feel like this will really help his career. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not a demon. People will like, oh, that's great. You know, I will be popular. You know, people will really know my true intentions. Would you do a remix with Russ? No. <laughs> that's like the biggest demon of all. What are you talking about, dude? It's like the worst demon of all time. No, I wouldn't do a, uh, I wouldn't do that. And listen, I also want to just make it clear that I'm a nice demon because I don't want to get canceled on Twitter like you did, right? Like, they might see, like, some footage of me, like, stepping on humans until they're, like, a rug, right? And they might just say, oh, cancel this demon guy. But I'm like, no, I didn't really want to do it. You know, you took the context all wrong. You didn't see the real context here, right? So, yeah. But, man, I gotta go. I gotta shift in a couple of hours. So I gotta get ready. I gotta feed my demon kids. You know how it is. Struggling nice demon. You know what? I, I really feel the Twitter thing. That's happened to me, too. I got <laughs> yeah, caught. Yeah. I got caught um, cutting cats in half and then using right. them as uh, lawn ornaments. Yeah. <sighs> it was wrong. It was wrong. I'm not racist. No, of course not. I mean, listen, I understand it because, you know, sometimes that just happens. You don't want to do it, but it's like you blink and all of a sudden you see blood, cat blood everywhere. This is how I was raised. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. I gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna bring Eladio back. All right, that was that was fun. He was pretty chill. I like him. I like him way more than Mike. I feel like Mike is not really in tune with his sexuality. Mike enough. has issues, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he still needs to go to therapy. Yeah, I don't know. When he said the thing about the crackhead, I was like, oh man, I might need to like give him some money or something. Well, at least I gave him a new idea with the gerbil idea. Yeah, he's he, he's probably gonna text me later about that. He's gonna <laughs> tell me like, it's like, dude, I just had the most straight experience ever, and I'm gonna just be like, listen, man, you're just gay. Just own up to it. <laughs> All right, that was yet another episode of Empty Opinions. Uh, Philip, thank you so much for doing this podcast. This is really fun. Yeah, thank you. You have probably one of the most high quality YouTube channels on YouTube. I appreciate that. That's a fact. I feel like that's almost indisputable, especially with all the content that you put up. If you just go, it's super informative, super quality. You can tell there's a lot of effort that goes into it. And that's the kind of thing that I enjoy. So I'm really glad that you decided to do this podcast. Um, But yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. This is episode 78. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys in episode 79 next week.